Welcome to Lit Podcast and Outreach Ministry of ReChurch. My name is Eric Williams. ReChurch is a ministry dedicated to helping the body of Christ be reconciled back to the things of God. And we another things we're going to be talking, uh, we've been talking about has been uh, reconciling the elementary doctrines back to the body. We have to get this understanding. And so we've been talking about this uh, teaching. These are the ABCs and the one, two, threes. These are the six things that Paul said were needed for us to be successful to move on to the deeper things of God. We've been trying to we've been trying to eat steak, but we haven't di- digested the milk. So we have to make sure that the body of Christ is being fed the milk that is required for it to be moved forward as the sons of God. Now, within sonship, this is very interesting. Uh, within sonship, there are different levels or stages of of operation and uh, uh, experience. You have Nepios, Padean, Technon, Weos, and Petir. The word Nepios deals with newborn uh, sons. Uh, uh, Padean deals with toddlers or young younglings. And then you have Technon, which deals with those teenage years. This is the know-it-all phase. And then you have the uh, Weos, which deals with the mature son who's ready and able to take over the family business. And then you have Petir, where that son has matured to the level where he himself has now become a parent. Petir, where we get the word paternal. So each one of those levels has its own requirements that are needed in order for you to be successful. In school, when the child is little, they have to make sure that they have their A, B, C, C's and one, two, threes down because you need. I need to be able to see the, this letter that curves around and recognize that to be a C because when I connect it with this AT, I have to be able to know that that C makes a K sound. And that K sound connected with that AT produces cat. I need to be able to put together the, 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 the letters in order to bring together a word that will pro- pro- provide a image in my mind. What's happening is the body of Christ has been lacking in imagination because we've not had the ABCs and the one, two, threes. We couldn't differentiate because we didn't understand the letters that we were looking at. We didn't understand the, the letters that Paul wrote. We didn't understand the letters that Moses wrote. We didn't understand the Psalms. We didn't understand the prophets because we lacked the understanding of the ABCs and the one, two, threes. But just like in school, there is a need for what they call standardized testing. The standardized test is what needs to happen in order for you to progress from one level to the next level. There must be the understanding of standardized testing in the body of Christ. You must pass the standard. Notice the first word is stand. So on each level of sonship, there is the requirement to stand. On each level, there are different dimensions in that level that you must, uh, that you must, uh, 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 or different, different levels in that dimension that you must pass in order for you to be successful. In each one, you have an outer court, inner court, holies of holies. Once you've gone through the outer court, inner, inner court, holies of holies, you move on to the next, next dimension. When you are in elementary, once you've got completed all the grades that are required to pass elementary, you then are promoted to middle school. And once you finish all the levels that are required in middle school, you're promoted to high school. 
Once you promoted those levels, you go to college and then career. And then ultimately when you get to the place of retirement, these are the these are similar to the levels that you have to uh, uh, acquire in your walk as a believer. You must progress and pass the stand test. You have to be able to stand in the outer court. So let me explain this real quick. Outer court, inner court, holies are holies. We're going to be talking about this. This is all reference to the tabernacle. You've probably heard of this before. But there are three levels in sonship that you must pass on every level. First one is the sheep level. The next level is the the next level is the uh, um, servant level, and the fourth, third level is the is the sovereign level. That's the kingship level. Once you've reached kingship, then you start right back over on the next dimension, and you become a sheep. But now you have an understanding, and you you've girded with some deeper, more mature principles now that you can go to the next level of sheep. Now the thing about sheep is sheep required a shepherd. They required somebody to lead them and guide them into this. And those people are the people that have been matured in the faith. Those people who have who are more mature than you, who have helped you to can help you to be promoted in the things that God has wants you to be promoted in. You need those people. So you need to pass the sheep level on every test. At every level of your experience as a Christian, it will be required for you to have somebody that you can be accountable to who can be that shepherd in your life to speak life into you, to make sure that you're feeding correctly on the next level that you have for your life. So you have to pass that test. Now, once you've been proven to be faithful as a sheep, you are then promoted to the level of servant on that in that dimension. And as a sheep, you have now the, the ability to be able to, uh, to, as a servant, you have the ability to now serve others who are now, not just you being fed by others, but now you are able to help feed others. You, you're there now to, to be a blessing to others. But then once you move into that level and you've been successful as a servant, now you move into sovereignty. You move into the king, kingship phase of sonship on that dimension. And then once you do that, you go to the next level and so forth and so on. So it is important that you make sure that you get everything at the nepios phase down correctly. Nepios and Padean are vital because those are the phases where you are, where, where a child, even in real life or in, in, in natural life, not say real life, because spiritual life is just as real as natural life, actually more real. <laughs> but the in, in, in natural in, in the natural uh, sense, the early years are the most important years because those are the formative years. We have not allowed our children in the body of Christ, the babes in Christ, to experience the, the things that are needed for them to be, to be successful in their sonship experiences because we've not given them meat. We've been trying to throw milk, meat at uh, 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 milk. We've been, I'm sorry, let me say that again. We have not given them milk and we've been causing them to choke on meat. We've been trying to force feed people to eat something when they don't have a capacity to digest what we've been trying to give them. So now we have to make sure that we're going back and that we don't allow the Padaeans and the uh, 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 nepiosis to actually choke on meat. We got to make sure that we have the, the milk down. So we've already talked about uh, at least three of them. Um, we've talked about uh, dead works. We've talked about faith towards God. We've talked about baptism. 
Uh, today, we're going to talk about a good one. It's called laying on of hands. The laying on of hands are, is very important practice. And this is something that you need to know from the very onset because there are things that will uh, that, that you will need to see that as you see are are vital when you have to when you experience it you'll understand why when laying on of hands there are certain things that will happen when you lay hands one of those things is that people are healed the Bible says that uh, uh, that that when they were people were walking by Jesus would lay his hands on them um, and mark 16 that's 18 I think it is it states that Jesus healed them by the laying on of hands, curing their diseases. You see all, 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 also in other verses where he healed the deaf. Uh, death. And so there's the, the blessing of the, the, the extension of healing through the laying on of hands. So when you are dealing in a church, you need to be able to understand how, how, what's going on. You need to understand why are these people responding this way? Some, not only did they heal, but they also, people who, were, who had hands laid on them, uh, the Bible says that they received the Holy Spirit. That's another thing. They received the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's in Acts chapter 8, verse 17. Then you also see the, the reception of spiritual gifts. That's 1 Timothy 4, 14. There's all kinds of different things that happen as a result of laying on a hand. I'm giving you scriptures so that you can begin to go look these things up and studying them for yourself. I think it's very important that you, you lay a hold of this. But not only that, there is not only do you receive healing, not only do you receive uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and not only do you receive spiritual gifts, but the Bible also shows in Acts chapter 13, verse 3, that they were sent forth to accomplish and to fulfill the assignment that God had for their life by the laying on of hands. You can't go to the next level without having hands laid on you. That's why you have to, one of the reasons why you have to be connected. But then you also have not only people who are sent, but when you are sent to a particular people and or you come in, there has to be the hand of fellowship that's placed on that person where now you have been received the hand of approval. That's Acts chapter 6, verse 6. There's all kinds of verses. You can read uh, 1 Timothy 5, 22. You can read um, Acts chapter 28, verse 8. You can read in Genesis chapter 48, verse 14, where uh, Jacob is standing before the sons of Joseph, and Joseph, he places his left hand on the son who was on his right side, and he places his right hand on the hand that was on the left side, and so he's actually transferring the blessings. So the one that should have received, the, the older son should have received the right-handed blessing, but the younger son did. Now, if you notice, if you cross your arms over, it forms into an X. That's a cross. You see, the cross causes us to be able to receive the transition or the the. Um, the things that were entitled to our elder brother, who is Christ, he, to, so that our, we can actually be joint heirs and co-heirs with him in the blessing of the Father. Laying on of hands is so vital. Most churches don't understand it. Most churches don't even practice it. And when they do practice it, it's just to just pray for somebody. But that is, that's a good thing, and I appreciate that. But the Bible says that the, 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 the prayer of faith will heal the sick when they lay hands on them. This is a vitally important teaching. 
And as a new believer, I encourage you to make sure that you understand what's going on. So number one, the Bible says lay hands on no man suddenly. People have to make sure that you are proven to be able to walk in the maturity. I've had hands laid on me when I was in a very immature phase of my life. I've had people just call me into the right hand of fellowship. I wasn't discipled. I didn't have anybody there to, to guide me or to show me. And I had to go through some things in order for God to break me and to get me to a place of humility where I can actually receive the hand of God through a man. God is looking for us to come to a place where we're walking in maturity, where we're walking in of uh, the, the fullness of what God has for us. And it's only then that we'll begin to uh, uh, walk in promotion. You're not going to be promoted until you can walk in humility. You can't walk in humility until you walk in discipline. And you can't walk in discipline until you've been discipled. So you have to accept being a sheep first and allow God to mature the son in you. The Bible says that God, when God, uh, when God put the place of the spirit in Mary, the Bible says that the child grew. So that even Jesus had to grow. So if we, Jesus has to grow, guess who else has to grow? You don't just come out just ready. You have to experience some things. There has to be some, some things that are transitioned on you. There's nothing better than when a child has their father's hand placed on them. It does something to the child. It, it empowers a child to be able to walk and to stand and, and, and also to make sure that they know that they are that they're not too far away. When the prodigal son, like, and I understand this story very well because I spent a good portion of my walk in Christ as being a prodigal, and I wasted many years. But the second that my father came to came, I, I came to my senses. My father placed his hands on me, and I was able to now be re, re, reunited with the fold. God is looking for us to get reconnected. There has to be that reconnection if we're going to walk in the things that God desires for us to walk in. But that's going to happen with our ability to understand the elementary things. God is waiting for us to come forward where we're confident in our understanding of the six elementary doctrines of the faith, Hebrews chapter 6, 1 and 2. We have to understand these things. The next teaching that we will be doing, today is a short one. We're only doing 15 minutes. The next episode we talk about will be the resurrection of the dead. There are two resurrections manifested in three time frames. And we're going to be talking about the first and the second resurrection and how it pertains to your walk and why it's so important. I'm Eric Williams on behalf of Lit and Rechurch. Have a great day. God bless. Bye-bye.